Welcome to the Bible Reading Podcast by Victory Point. One of the best ways to grow as a disciple is to read and reflect on Scripture daily. We created this podcast to guide you through our daily Bible reading plan, so it'll help you dwell in God's Word and and to grow together and listen to the Spirit. So whatever you're doing today, if you're doing dishes or if you're commuting or if you're just sitting in your big chair, just relaxing, um, we're glad you tuned in. So normally we would say to you, happy Friday, but it's not happy Friday. This is good Good Friday. Friday. Yes. And we're, you know, we're talking about the suffering of Jesus today. So it's kind of hard to call this happy Friday. Yeah. Um, And this is usually our last one, but we're going to also have one on Saturday. Yes. So for those of you who are listening, you can tune us in tomorrow as well. Yes. So as we've been going through this week, Steve, what have you been learning? What, what, what if you had to sort of summarize it? Um, what are some of the main themes or passages or things that you would want to emphasize as kind of like a summary? So what, what we've done so far? Yeah, well, I think um, a lot of it has been focused on uh, who Jesus is as a servant, what God called him to do, what God God created him to do to um, reunite the Israelites to God, to then bring the news to the Gentiles, um, to seek to forgive us, right? To endure the pain of the cross um, willingly, um, even though he was blameless. But just it, we focus on what, what all Jesus did that he didn't have to do um, because he loved us and because he wanted uh, to provide that path of salvation for us. And so as a result of that, um, and we read this yesterday, Jesus passes the torch to us. Um, So we know what Jesus did 2,000 years ago. What we need to focus on is what does that mean for us Mm -hmm. in 2021? Mm -hmm. You know, as long as we have breath on this earth, what do we do? How do we live out the idea of Mm -hmm. of Mm -hmm. being a servant the way Jesus was, to love the way Jesus loved? Um, so just kind of, again, this week has been a way for us to focus on what Jesus really did for us because he loved us, things that we couldn't do for ourselves. Well, thanks for sharing that, Steve. Um, I think it's good to do this. I mean, sometimes we take the Passion Week for granted Mm, in all these passages, but when you begin to go over them, I mean, they're really, really powerful things. And when you think about what Jesus has done for us, I mean, it is amazing. So I think it's good for us to go back and see all this stuff that's written in Isaiah and other books and just words that describe what happened because Friday is the key day when Jesus died on the cross. So, um, Steve, would you want to read for us the passage for today from Isaiah 52? We're going to read verse 13 on, on into chapter 53, verse 12. Certainly, yeah. So... Um, this one is entitled the suffering and glory of the servant. Uh, see my servant. Well, see my servant will act wisely. He will be raised and lifted up and highly exalted. Just as there were many who were appalled at him, his appearance was so disfigured beyond that of any man and his form marred beyond human likeness. So will he sprinkle many nations and Kings will shut their mouths because of him for what they, uh, what they were not told they will see. For what they have not heard, they will understand. Who has believed our message? And to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? He grew up like uh, before him like a tender shoot and like a root out of dry ground. 
He had no beauty or majesty to attract us to him, nothing in his appearance that we should desire him. He was despised and rejected by men, a man of sorrows and familiar with suffering. Like one whom men hide their faces, he was despised and we esteemed him not. Surely he took up our infirmities and carried our sorrows, yet we considered him stricken by God, smitten by him, and afflicted. But he was pierced for our transgressions, he was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was upon him, and by his wounds we are healed. We all, like sheep, have gone astray. Each of us has turned to his own way, and the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. He was oppressed and afflicted, yet he did not open his mouth. He was led like a lamb to the slaughter, and as a sheep before her shears it silent, is silent. So he did not open his mouth. By oppression and judgment he was taken away. And who can speak of his descendants? For he was cut off from the land of the living. For the transgressions of my people he was stricken. He was assigned a grave with, wicked, with the wicked and with the rich in his death. Though he had done no violence, nor was any deceit in his mouth. Yet it was the Lord's will to crush him and cause him to suffer. And the Lord, though the Lord makes his life a guilt offering, he will see his offspring and, and prolong his days. And the will of the Lord will prosper in his hand. After the suffering of his soul, he will see the light of life and be satisfied. By his knowledge, my righteous servants will justify many and will bear their iniquities. Therefore, I will give him a portion among the great, and he will, he will divide the spoils with the strong, because he poured out his life unto death and was numbered with the transgressors. For he bore the sin of many and made intercession for the transgressors. So, Tom, as I read that, what was something that caught your attention? Well, this is probably one of the most famous passages in the Old Testament, Isaiah right. 53. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's just so much in there. I mean, sometimes I guess we don't actually think about what Jesus went through and, and what he might have looked like on the cross yeah. and how he was beaten and whipped. and Because this describes what he looked like when he went through all this, you know, and not only before the cross, but then after the cross. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of times we don't always think about that. So I think it's a very powerful passage. And, you know, his visage was so marred and his form more than anyone else. And he grew up before us, you know, he, his form and majesty, we should look on him, but his appearance was nothing amazing. He was despised. He was rejected. A man of sorrows, acquainted with, with grief. Um, and, and we esteem him stricken. In other words, we, we glorify him and we worship him because he was so beat up and afflicted. I, I think sometimes we've whitewashed kind of the whole story of the cross. Right. And, and, you know, like we just like have a little Sunday school version of it. Right. And yeah. when you, when you, when you think about what he went through and mm. what, you know, when they took his body off the cross um, after he had died just before sundown, mm. um, you know, I think he was just blood from head to toe. Yeah. And his, his, you know, this describes how, you know, even what he looked like was so beat up. I mean, he had been whipped and smashed in the head and blood yeah. all over the place. And, you know, I think we can 
sometimes forget how bad this was. Right. The suffering he went through was just amazing. Yeah. And, and something that that he did that for us. Yeah. And that, that to me is one of the things that um, is, I think you have to kind of dwell on that sometime, just sort of meditate on it. Because he, first of all, went through this trial that humiliated him. Um. <clears throat> then he was slapped around. And then he was whipped, and then he went to the cross. And I think when they took his body off, it was something to behold. I, I don't think there was any blood left. Yeah. And he was just blood from head to toe. And he did that for us. And he suffered so yeah. unbelievably, you know, for us. So, yeah. I mean, I think this is, this is really powerful. Isaiah 53 is because it talks about how he... You know, he grew up before us. He was a tender plant, but he has no form or majesty. There was nothing about him of his appearance that we would desire him. And then how he suffered. So Jesus' whole life, I think, was suffering for the for the Son of God to come to earth and live as a human being for 33 years. Um, that's just so like a God that becomes man. Yeah. And then he didn't live as a king. He wasn't some famous prince. He was just a traveling rabbi, and he often didn't have enough to eat. He often was mocked by the Jewish leaders. I mean, he, he really suffered, and I think we yeah. don't always think about that. So this passage here, I think especially Isaiah 53, sort of gives a background of what to reflect on, what he went through. Mm -hmm. The Son of God who becomes man and then goes through these incredible, humiliating things. Um, not just the whippings and the cross, but just the day-to-day -day things that he had to go through was not easy. So this is yeah. a powerful passage. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think um, you mentioned this is probably the most famous uh, you know, passage in the Old Testament, and I would agree that. And it's easy to say, Oh yeah, point to you know he took all his punishment, but he willingly went. His wounds heal us, and that's definitely the power of this passage. And and but something hit me, and I don't know mm. if I just never noticed this before. Um, but verse ten says, and I'm paraphrasing this: "Yet it was the Lord's will to crush him and cause him to suffer." Mm -hmm. So we talk often about Jesus' sacrifice, Jesus' pain and suffering, really? but I think we often forget just how hard this was for God. I mean, it was God's will to crush him and to cause him to suffer because sin separates us from God. It, it, it completely removes us from him. And the only way for Jesus to really atone for our sins and take the punishment for us is God had to separate Jesus from him. Mm -hmm. they, had, and so how hard must it have been for a father to say, my will is to crush him. My will is to cause him to suffer. My will is to forsake him. Mm -hmm. You know, when Jesus is on the cross, he says, my God, why have you forsaken me? So it wasn't just Jesus willingly go to, to, to take on our sins and to, to have pain for us. It was God's willingness to cause his own son to suffer so that we can be reunited to him. So it's, it's, it's a two-way the two parts of the story oh, we, yes. we and so i don't know that just kind of stuck <clears throat> jumped out to me when i read this time um we i think we often forget or can lose track of god's role god the father's role in the crucifixion 
story, the resurrection story. And so, um, so that was kind of jumping out at me this time. So, well, I think that's really insightful, Steve. I mean, I think that's true. I mean, so Jesus, the second person of the Trinity is down on earth and he's a human being and he's going through this, but what did the father feel seeing this? And he was part of it. Yeah. He had to be the one so that Jesus could say, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? So he had to pull himself away from Jesus. Yeah. And yet the father must have been in great anguish. Yeah. Because this was the culmination. This was the end. Yeah. You know, this was the, he came for this. He came yeah. for this. To suffer, to be beaten, to be bloodied all over. Yeah. And then to die on a cross, this brutal death that where you're separated. Like you're, you're saying, this person is so bad. They're, they're. Heaven doesn't want him and earth doesn't want him. Yeah. And, you know, that was one of the most terrible ways to die. Yeah. You could die. I mean, I remember at times reading about crucifixion and how difficult it was. See, because the Romans used to execute with the whip. Yeah. But crucifixion was worse. Yeah. And so people would hang there and every moment was anguish for hour after hour after hour. And then yeah. he went through that for us. So... You know, Isaiah 53 really gets at that of talking about what he went through and how he was beaten up and despised and the Lord laid on him the iniquity of us all. So you have to think of at that time when he's on the cross, the sins of mankind. Can you yeah. imagine how many sins are there since yeah. the world began? Yeah. And that happened after Jesus. All of them. Yeah. All yeah. of the sins that anybody ever committed. He paid for all of them. Yeah. Now we don't get this forgiveness unless we want to say yes to Jesus. But yeah. it was his suffering and his death could potentially cover every single sin. human sin in, since Adam and Eve. Yeah. yeah. I mean that's unbelievable. Yeah. And the, and I think God had to make the suffering of Jesus sort of commensurate with it. Mm -hmm. I mean, it wasn't a light thing. It wasn't an easy yeah. little death. It was probably the most terrible death you could imagine. Yeah. If you ever read about Roman crucifixion, the reason they gave up the whip, because this was much worse. Oh, yeah. It was the most um, painful kind of death you could die, and he did it for us. Yeah. I mean, that's just, that's mind-boggling. We forget about that sometime when yeah. we're in the Good Friday, Easter weekend. Right. Yeah. Well, it's interesting. You know, you, you start the podcast talking about Good Friday, and this really isn't a Good Friday. And and I still wonder, you know, why, why do we call it Good Friday? Because the... This ends as dark as it could um, for Jesus, for just how his ministry was cut short. Just, I mean, it's all part of God's plan, but it ends with Jesus dead. Um, and oftentimes I think, okay, so the worst is so, okay, he's dead. Three days from now, he'll raise again. But the worst isn't over Jesus because now he's physically dead, but his spirit is down in hell right. and his spirit is separated. And so his suffering continues for, right. you know, uh, you know, another three days. And so as we wrap up today, today's podcast, thinking about Good Friday, um, we enter now a silent period um, between Friday night and Sunday morning when the tomb is rolled away. And in our podcast tomorrow, I'll talk a little bit about that silent period. But, you know, as we go about the rest of our day, as we reflect and remember on just how powerful this day is, how much of a sacrifice, how painful it was, how hard it was for Jesus to willingly go, for God to say, I, I'm going to cause my son to suffer. We need to reflect on 
that the purpose was for us, yeah. that he we could not pay the price, only he could. And so it's good Friday in the sense that we are remembering that this happened for us. Um, so as you go out your day today and you think about what Jesus did for you, just remember that although it was a horrible um, time, it was a, a horrible story to process, Jesus did it because he wanted you to be with his father. And he came to this earth to die, to suffer for you, for me, for you, Tom. And so we can kind of hold on to that as we enter the silent period of the next couple days of the Holy Week. But so tomorrow, again, as Tom mentioned, we'll have a special podcast tomorrow. So if you're normally not listening to us on Saturdays, because we normally don't have a podcast on Saturday, I encourage you to tune in. Um, wherever you happen to be. And we'll, we'll wrap up this week, this conversation of Holy Week. So till then, though, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up the light of his countenance upon you and give you peace.